Shalom Aleichem, peace be upon you, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. The website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Today, we are looking to start our week with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're ready for one for Psalm 144 and 145 today, along with Proverbs chapter 5. Now, Today, I've decided that I'm going to read from the Hallelujah Scriptures. Um, and when we get to Psalm 145, I'll explain why. So there's a little bit to talk about uh, with Psalm 145 before we get started. Just some things that are interesting that are, that are missed when you use most standard English translations. Um, and so I'm going to get to that here in just a minute. So let's go ahead and get started. I'll read Psalm 144, and then I'll give a little bit of talk about Psalm 145 before we dig in. So, open up your hearts and see and hear what God might have to say to you this morning to start your week with some wisdom and some encouragement. Let's begin. Psalm 144. Barakah, that is to say blessed. Be Jehovah my rock. Who is teaching my hands for fighting, my fingers for battle, my kindness and my stronghold, my tower, my deliverer, my shield in whom I take refuge, who is subduing peoples under me. Jehovah, what is man that you should know him? Son of man that you should think of him? Man is like a breath. His days are like a passing shadow. Stretch out your Shemayim, that is to say heavens, O Jehovah, and come down. Touch the mountains that they smoke. Send forth lightning and scatter them. Send forth your arrows and confuse them. Send forth your hand from above. Rescue me and deliver me out of the great waters from the hand of foreigners whose mouth has spoken falsehood and whose right hand is a right hand of lies. O Elohim, a new song I sing to you. On a harp of ten string I sing praises to you. Who gives deliverance to sovereigners? I'm sorry. Who gives deliverance to, to sovereigns? Who rescues David, his servant, from the evil sword? Rescue me. Deliver me from the hands of foreigners whose mouth has spoken falsehood, whose right hand is a right hand of lies. Because our sons are like plants, grown up in their youth, O daughters, like hoon stone, polished like a palace building. Let our storehouses be filled, supplying all kinds. Let our sheep bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our field, our cattle well laden, not breaking in, not going out. And no crying in our streets. Barakah are those people who have it so. Barakah are the the people whose Elohim is Jehovah. And that is Psalm 144. And when you read in the Holy Scriptures, when you see, it looks like it says Baruch or Barak. Most of the time when I look it up in Hebrew, it's Barakah. And it means blessed. And for whatever reason, they've chosen to put the Hebrew version of that in there. So 
if you hear that or you're reading it for yourself and you're getting confused, that's what that is all about. I want to go back real quick to verse 3 where David says, Jehovah, what is man that you should know him? Son of man that you should think of him. Man is like a breath, his days like a passing shadow. David's saying, "Who you know, what are we? What are we that you would take the time to even think about us? That you would take the time to even pay attention to us? And I love that, you know, and he's saying, we're like a breath. <laughs> I mean, we're here one second and gone the next. Why do you even bother to think about us? Who are we? And I think about that mindset of David. But then when you contrast it with this generation who thinks that God should be thinking about them all the time and should be speaking to them all the time, and like it's a completely different mindset and attitude. And I've even had that feeling myself, and I've had to check it within myself like, and remind myself, like, who are you that you think that God should give you these answers or, or what have you? And it's not to say that we don't go to God and we ask for wisdom who God gives to us liberally. Or, you know, because of Jesus, we have access to the throne, right? But there needs to be a little bit of humility and a little bit of recognizing who we are in contrast with who God is. And so I love David's attitude there. Jehovah, what is man that you should know him? Son of man that you should think of him. Man is like a breath. His days are a passing shadow. Now... Let's look at Psalm 145, and I was reading it out of the King James, and I noticed that God's name is like in almost every verse, not every verse, but almost every verse, and I thought, okay, I'm going to switch over and get to all these scriptures out, because this is one of those Psalms that's just really focusing in on the name of God, and that's something that we would miss in the King James Bible. When I opened it up in my Holy scriptures, I noticed something else. And that is, is that it's one of those psalms, and there's, it's not the only one, but there's only a few that do this, where it's intentionally uh, starts with each letter of the, alpha, of the alphabet, the Hebrew alphabet. In other words, if I wrote a song, and the first line started with the letter A, the second line started with the letter B, the third line started with the letter C, D, and so forth, and, we, and I just kept going on. And I just kind of started, and I just started every verse of the song, and kept the alphabet in sequence. That's what's being done here with the Hebrew alphabet. Another interesting thing is it's uh, one of the few songs that actually calls itself a psalm. It says "Tahila of David," and so I've got this little. I pulled up this little explanation of of what it is that I'm talking about with the how everything starts with the Hebrew letter. Each line starts with the next sequence of the Hebrew letters. And uh, it's called an alphabetic acrostic. And so, let me just read this sentence to you here. Psalm 145 is an alphabetic acrostic. acrostic. The initial letter of each verse being the Hebrew alphabet in sequence. For this purpose, the usual Hebrew numbering of verse 1, which begins with the title, A Psalm of David, is ignored in, a, in favor of the non-Hebrew numbering, which treats verse 1 as the beginning, which is, Aroma minka, I will exalt you. The Dead Sea Scrolls version also ends with each verse with a non-reoccurring canonical refrain. Blessed be Jehovah, and blessed be his name forever and ever. And adds at the end of the psalm tag, This is for a memorial. 
The Dead Sea Scroll, also, Scroll version also preserves a line beginning with the letter Nun. So if you look, if you look it up in um, like most of your English translations, it for whatever reason it skips the letter Nun. Okay, and look, if you don't know the Hebrew alphabet, then a lot of this isn't making a whole lot of sense to you. But I'm, I'm hoping you're getting it. Uh, it'd be like if it if it skipped the letter N in English. But the Dead Sea Scroll version preserves that line. And so that's another reason I went to the Hallelujah Scriptures because it basically mimics the Dead Sea Scroll version of this psalm. So a lot of a lot there. Some may not some of it may not be making much sense, but I just wanted to point out that this is a unique psalm that it's intentionally structured in a certain way. Um, a Psalm of David, a Tehillah of David. And so I'm going to read it. There's a lot of God's name, almost every single line. And if you have time and you want to research Psalm 145 more and get a deeper understanding about what's going on here, uh, feel free to do that. There's plenty of information online about it um, and about that alphabetic acrostic, acrostic, um, each letter beginning with the Hebrew letter alphabet in sequence. So, and then uh, the Dead Sea Scroll version being uh, point, the Dead Sea Scroll version actually kind of points all this out and uh, maintains that. So, there you have it. Hopefully, I didn't add more confusion. Fusion. Let's read Psalm 145 from the Holy Scriptures. Tehillah of David, I exalt you, my Elohim, O sovereign, and barakah your name forever. And ever. All the day long I barachai you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is Jehovah and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. Generation after generation praise your works and they declare your mighty acts. I declare the esteemed splendor of your excellency and the matters of your wondrous works, and they speak of the might of your awesome acts. And I recount your greatness. They send forth remembrance of your great goodness. And they sing of your righteousness. Jehovah shows favor and is compassionate, patient, and great in kindness. Jehovah is good to all. And he has compassion on all his works. All your works give thanks to you, O Jehovah, and your kind ones barakah you. They speak of the esteem of your reign and talk of your might, to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the esteemed splendor of his reign. Your reign is an everlasting reign, and your rule is throughout all generations. Jehovah is trustworthy in all his words and shows favor in all his deeds. Jehovah is supporting all who are falling and raising up all who are bowed down. Oh, the eyes of all who look to you expectantly. And you are giving them their food in its season. Opening your hand and satisfying the desire of all that live. Jehovah is righteous in all his ways. And kind in all his works. Jehovah is near to all who call upon him. To all who call upon him in truth. He does the desire of those who revere him, and he hears their cry and saves them. 
Jehovah preserves all those loving him, but all the wicked he destroys. My mouth speaks the praise of Jehovah, and let all flesh Berakah his Kodesh name forever and ever. And that, my friends, is Psalm 145. It's not a long one, but it's one worth dwelling on, one worth reading over a few times. So go back and re-listen to this or read it again for yourself. It says that, he, that Jehovah satisfies the desires of all that live. Jehovah is righteous in all his ways. Jehovah is near to all who call upon him. To all who call upon him in truth. He does the desire of those who revere him. And he hears their cries and saves them. Jehovah preserves all those loving him, but all the wicked he destroys. That's a psalm that we could spend a really long time on. Time that we don't have this morning, but I do recommend that you look into this further, research it further. All right, let's read, let's read Proverbs 4 and get a little bit of wisdom to end our broadcast this morning. Proverbs chapter 4, I'll just stick with the Holy Scriptures because I've got it marked here. Here's what it says, or I'm sorry, not Proverbs 4, Proverbs 5. Here we go. My son, listen to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my understanding, so as to watch over discretion, and your lips guard knowledge. For the lips of a strange woman drip honey. And her mouth is smoother than oil, but the end she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death, her steps lay hold of the grave. She does not consider the path of chai, that is to say life. Her ways are unstable, you do not know it. So now listen to me, you children, and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Keep your way far from her. And do not come near the door of her house, lest you give your splendor to others and your years to one who is cruel. Lest strangers be filled with your strength and your labors go to the house of a foreigner. Then you shall howl in your latter end. Then your flesh and your body are consumed. And shall say, How have I hated discipline and my heart has despised reproof? And I have not heeded the voice of my teacher, and I have not inclined my ear to those who instruct me. In a little while I was in all evil, in the midst of an assembly and a congregation. Drink water from your own cistern, and running water from your own well. Should your springs be scattered abroad, rivers of water in the streets, let them only, let them be only your own and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be barakah, blessing, and rejoice with the wife of your youth, a loving deer and a pleasant doe. Let her breast satisfy you in all times, and be captivated by her love always. For why should you, my son, be captivated by a strange woman, and embrace the bosom of a foreigner? For the ways of man are before the eyes of Jehovah, and he considers all his paths. The wicked is entrapped in his own wickedness, and he is caught in the cords of his sin. He dies for lack of discipline, 
and in the greatness of his folly, he goes astray. That is Proverbs chapter 5. There's a lot here. And first of all, you have to remember a lot of these words of knowledge are Solomon writing to his sons, warning them against certain things. One of the things he warns a lot about throughout the Proverbs is strange women. Now, what Solomon is talking about is a couple of things. Fornication or adultery, right? He's saying that going down that path, you know, just satisfying your urges with a strange woman is going to lead to all kinds of problems, serious issues in your life. And that's what he's warning them against. He says, listen to my wisdom incline your ear to my understanding. And Solomon would know. I mean, this is a guy who had hundreds of wives and hundreds of concubines. He'd been around the block, and it's, it cost him nothing but suffering. And in fact, taking strange wives from foreign lands outside of his faith system uh, drew him away from God and drew him into idol worship. Here's what he's saying. He's saying, watch over discretion. Guard, guard this knowledge, for the lips of a strange woman drip honey, and her mouth is smooth as an oil. So he's saying, yes, it looks really good. Like It seems like this is going to really f f satisfy and fulfill some urges, and but it's, it's not. It's, it may look like honey and look like oil, but the end, she is bitter as wormwood. Sharp as a two-edged sword, her feet go down to death, her steps lay hold of the grave. In other parts of the Proverbs, he says it's like a deep ditch that you're getting ready to fall into. She does not consider her the path of life. Her ways are unstable, you do not know it. So then you spend some time saying, don't go down that path. You know, don't stay and drink your own water, right? Stay within your own boundaries and let your own wife be your satisfaction he says let them be only your own and not for strangers with you let your fountain be barakah a blessing and rejoice with the wife of your youth a loving deer and a pleasant doe let her breast satisfy you at all times and be captivated by her love always for why should you, my son, be captivated by a strange woman and embrace the bosom of a foreigner? For the ways of man are before the eyes of Jehovah, and he considers all his paths. The wicked is entrapped in his own wickedness. There's so much truth to that line right there. The wicked are they're entrapped by their own sin. They're entrapped by their own wickedness with no way to escape. He is caught in the cords of his sin, the scriptures say. He dies for lack of discipline. In other words, he didn't have he died because he doesn't have any self-control. In the greatness of his folly, he goes astray. That's an important word for us, for our generation, for our sons and daughters in this very day. Well, there you have it, my friends. That is wisdom and encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs today. And I pray in the powerful name of Jesus that you have been blessed by this work this morning. If you're finding this podcast to be an important part of your walk 
please consider supporting it. Scriptureandprophecy.com Thanks for listening. Peace and grace be with you all. And until next time, God bless.